0: Welcome to the Young Saints Leadership Podcast, where we're going to be talking about all things youth. From leadership culture to supernatural youth ministry and discipling revivalist. We hope you guys enjoy.
1: All right. Well, we're here with our uh, Leading the Youth podcast. (laughs) I'm so excited. Um, We got a really fun topic that we're going to be diving in today. But first, um, for those who are not watching the visual expression of this podcast, um, <laughs> let us, let the people know who's in the room right now. Dante, hi.
2: That's you. That's me. That's you. I'm Mari. Hi.
1: And
0: I'm Rory. It's good to
1: have you guys join us today. Yes. going to be a good day. I know. I'm excited. Uh, well, before we even dive into the topic, um, we want to talk about last night. Ooh. <laughs> Y'all know, no, last night was our our youth night. We youth had a special
0: night. night. What youth did we night do? Moment. Yeah, what did we do last night? It was, it was a crazy. Giant
2: <laughs> Christmas party.
0: <laughs> yes. So, just so you know, it's December right now. It's true, and it was a big Christmas party too, back to back. One for junior high, one for high school.
2: Lots of gingerbread houses were made.
0: Fifteen minute break in between. It's a, it's a whole thing. <laughs> I've never flipped a room so fast with candy that
2: all over really the floor. It was really impressive, actually.
0: It was, it was impressive. Very impressive. It was impressive.
1: <laughs> Man, those, those little tarps that were laid down on the ground. Thank God um, for painting tarps. Yes, because um, earlier this year, we had a great experience with, um, <laughs> I had a fork. Literally scraping up candy off of the carpet. Did you really? Because we care about our space and uh, you leave things better than you found it. And our yeah. Four
2: maintenance people the, the, after a Christmas party. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, we clean up. We did good. It was time. actually we did great. But
2: there's been years there's, where it has not. been There's been, been great. years where
0: I I was like, thank God we are at a church that
2: <laughs> our whole our jobs are not on year. the line. What, wow. Because there was sprinkles in the carpet. Yeah. It was oh horrible. It was bad.
1: So we did good this year. We did good this it was year. Great. The, the the weather. Um, did not like us. They
0: the weather know. did not
1: like us. It,
2: like a tsunami, it yesterday. was
0: unfortunately like we had a river in front yeah. of Twin View. If you ever come and visit river, us in yes. Reading, you'll see Twin View, our campus, and you can see the current. <laughs> you can
2: see it's so current. deep, <laughs> <laughs> and
0: I have it was some awesome. rain boots, yes. but I was
2: nervous. It would go above my range. Kids boots.
1: actually got to service by boat. True yes. story. <laughs> it was so rough. Hey, I was but like, our
2: leaders had umbrellas to walk kids in into the downpour. I was like, oh was was man, amazing. it was Very great.
0: Sweet. Yeah, uh, we were. We thought we were on a good track of no rain on Wednesday nights. You know, youth nights, but.
1: And last night, our last service of the year year said, (laughs) it's been culminating all of the rain. (laughs) We moved the entire experience inside and it worked. It It worked. worked. It It honestly was pretty good.
0: I was impressed. Kids loved it. It was great.
1: And most of the kids
0: shoes were soaked.
1: Yeah. I had on some expensive shoes and I had to just let that go. You, just see, I prepped
0: beforehand because it was raining hard all day and I thought I know. this could be the I day. I thought it would slow down. It, it did it the did opposite. Not. It did not. It got worse. And so I was like, I am so glad I wore my boots today because yeah. I don't care if they get wet.
1: Yeah. The worst was um, when parents was, um, they were rolling up and it rolled down the window and I'm <laughs> trying to communicate with them, but their car's getting soaked. And I'm like, I'm ah. so sorry. I got to hear the name of your kid so I can go get them. Yes. <laughs>
2: I yeah. went to Chick-fil-A right before good. to get my kids food and my car got soaked inside. Yeah. yeah. But it was I was great. like, can you take my order faster, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: gotta get, we're going somewhere tonight. Yes. No, it was it was so great was though. Good. Our team did a great job. Oh, mm-hmm. we have They're a amazing. Team. Dream team. Yes. Shout out to um Lauren uh, oh. and the Grinch costume. Lauren and the Grinch contest.
0: costume it was, was my great. favorite. Her moving to like double and triple time to the song Incredible was so it was good. So <laughs> I was like, what I, is was, I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. She hey, brought Blaine did
2: pretty world. good. Blaine too. did
0: really good too. I, I he was up
2: against her, which was not a fair battle, but no, you know, not he at all. I mean,
0: she, she definitely did the worm at one point. She tried to go from she her back. Like she was, she was definitely break dancing. I was like, dang Lord, I was not expecting this. But true. Anyways, <laughs> it was a good youth
1: night. Yeah. Yeah. Great youth night. Well, um, Without further ado, we got to intro the topic. Um, honestly, they probably clicked this because they saw the title mm-hmm. and are wondering, um, is youth pastoring just a season? Mm-hmm. Is youth pastoring just a season? I like um, this topic. This, this is the topic. This topic is a question that I think um, most youth pastors would have, um, especially in the church culture of today's mm-hmm. world. Yes. And so, um, I guess we're just going to be bringing perspective conversation, dialogue around this idea of youth pastoring being a season. Is it a call? Is it a life's journey? What is it?
0: Man, I love that. I think what's funny, too many youth pastors are asking how short is the youth pastoring season? So (laughs) if we start there, we maybe can answer this question better is I think so many people are like, so hoping that the season is a short one. Um, and then I would always want to propose the question, where even is youth pastoring in the Bible to make it then a season? <laughs> like I, so most of the things that we are asking questions around youth pastor is not a position in the Bible, but there's a lot of positions mentor, mentioned. Mm. Youth pastor is not one of them. Interesting. And I, I mean, unless I don't know it, there's not a lot of people that transition seasons in the Bible in leading mm. besides just to increase what was on their life. So that's interesting. two things that I, yeah, this is why I love this topic today. Cause I feel like it's plaguing our young leaders that are called to the ministry. Cause yeah.
2: yeah, there's this,
0: you know, space called youth pastoring that I don't know,
2: but practically I think it could be a season that people walk through. I just don't, I think youth pastoring could be a season. I do not believe it's a stepping stone. Mm. Ooh. Maybe that's it. Ooh. There it is. That makes sense. Like people use it as like, oh, I have to be a youth pastor so I can get to the higher yeah, position. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I don't like that mindset. And I don't think it's a healthy one. I think that these are real people and real souls that have eternal destiny and calling. And it shouldn't just be your stepping stone so you can reach whatever you think yeah, you're like I'm, capable
1: I'm of. I'm going to step into a role and it has an expiration date. Yeah. yeah. And no matter the state of this ministry or people, I'm gone.
2: Yeah.
1: I got a mission. I I'm mean, on let's a, be real. I got a plan for youth my life. Youth pastors
2: don't have the longevity award. They're that's like true. I think the statistics Man. are like, what, a year maybe?
0: It's either a year or nine months. Like it's it's wow. short and and it and it keeps going less. <laughs> it's not like we're <laughs> moving the other way.
2: Okay. Not in our world. I mean,
0: not in our world. I think that's what's so crazy. We is and A lot of
2: people, even youth leaders. Our youth leaders our, are paid years.
0: our longevity in a transitional apostolic environment.
2: We have that sends
0: lots of people. We have a very long-standing team and leaders. Yeah. Well, I guess for people that don't know us, I mean, let's give all of our. How long have we even been a part of this ministry, right up here, so we can share that? Because I think it's important. Like, if we're going to talk on is youth pastoring just a season, how long's the season been for us?
2: Just so (laughs) that
0: you can, you know, be aware. Like, hey, sometimes I feel like people are trying to speak into stuff, and you're like, you haven't even. I mean, yeah. you've lasted a year or two in each place. Yeah. Okay, Rory, um, let's start with you then. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> Rory we'll start with kind me. Of the same. Yeah, we're the same. So we got here in 2010 in October. I think
2: we're on our 11th year. Yeah,
0: we're on our 11th year of being a part of
2: this youth. This ministry. youth
0: ministry. We did something with so before, Rory and Tom Mary and Leslie Heller in the back. I know. Redding, oh my California. gosh, get we out just of here, little, just little babies. So we were not yeah, even married yet. No, we weren't even married. So 2010, and that wasn't even the start of when we were doing youth ministry, it was just the start in, in this Redding. space in yeah. Redding. So
1: that's, that's us. 2010. Yeah. What about yeah. you?
2: You've been here a while.
1: Um, yeah. So I came out here um, right out of high school to BSSM. Um, mm-hmm. I'm an alumni now, 2013. And then 2016 is when I um, started interning within young saints, um, awakening youth at the time, a a little historical fact. Awakening youth. That's we were Awakening youth. Um, Yes. God's still doing an awakening. And okay. Anyways, but um, yeah, 2016, and then um, I came on staff as creative director, um, and basically the only thing I was directing was myself and creating a bunch. Yeah. So let's let's be honest, creative director in the church. What? Yeah. All right. Anyways, um, uh, side so and, and then I, I transitioned to <laughs> junior high pastor, um, but was. I would say I was doing pastoring in the season of creative directing oh, with, sure. with students, yeah. um, for sure. And so yeah, uh, up until now um, and and beyond, um, and yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. that's, that's so like 2016, five or six 16. years. That's five yeah. or six years. Uh, six mean. years. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. With, with with no um, other, yeah. It's I, crazy. Yeah, but here here's my confession. dude I've been saving it for this topic. Oh wow. Um, I don't even know what he's gonna say. I used to think youth pastoring was a c. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's okay. Most people. I was. I good. was that person.
1: I was Absolutely. that person. As like, man, this is like, this is gonna be, you know, my stepping stone to. The, this is gonna launch me, man. I'm it's gonna launch me. I'm gonna be me. a traveling itinerant minister. Oh my god! Um, no, that, that wasn't. Everyone wants to travel. That. Like, because uh, that, I know
0: that's why. the glamorous. It, it's I, the yeah. It's in church culture today. It's this idea that I will make money and become influential and have influence if I travel. Yeah. Yes, And I think what's hard for me is I'm like youth pastoring being a season. The reason I go back to like, in the Bible, there was a lot of assignments given that created the season, but there was assignments given that created the season. And I think people are more looking at positions to create seasons. And they're like, oh, I have a position. So that's the season I'm in not even aware of the assignment that they've been given. And if you steward an assignment well, man, that can lead you
1: so many different places. And I also think it's that um, significance thing because uh, I I think the value of youth ministry has been a lot of times put down. Um, I don't think intentionally, but there's this um, highlighted you know, what significance actually looks mm-hmm. like for a traveling minister or you get those big moments at a conference or you're on stage and and rarely are we talking about the day to day discipleship with yeah. students and the value in yeah. that that I actually don't get my significance from um, this being highlighted or being shined upon, but my significance come from man, am I doing what God has asked me to do? Am I being obedient? Am I am I walking knowing that I'm loved and chosen no matter what my role is, no matter yep. what? And I didn't always have that because I was right. like, man, I I would get pulled up on stage like since I was like 16, mm-hmm. but I was in I was in youth ministry, but I was being highlighted yep. and having these really big moments. And I thought, oh, that's what youth ministry is. Oh, this is what you and, and then when it stops becoming like that, yep oh I, I gotta go to the next thing that the, the next high, the next exciting big stage moment not realizing that actually the value the the thing yeah. that will last and the thing that I'm actually when I get before the Lord, the things that will actually stand the test of time well done good and faithful servant is that student that I poured into where no one was watching because those big stage moments are, are great for a moment. And then how can you measure that? Mm-hmm. Yep. You, you, can't. you can't. You can't. And I think that's, that's, I
0: was talking to somebody yesterday and I was like, the, I think the reason it's so tempting to make youth pastoring into the season, when we say season, like obviously some people are going to be called to it for a year, two right. years, five years, like you're gonna have it, but if it's a call to know, oh, I'm laying down something to pick this up and the Lord's asked me to do this for a year, I'm in. Yes. It's not the motive. Like that's where this, the motive can get really off. And I was telling, um, w- when we first got here, I'll tell you the thought that led me to this moment yesterday, but the when we first got here in 2010, Sherry Silk, um, in the second year we were here, she was still, um, the Silks were still, lived up here in Reading and they were, Sherry was our overseer of the youth department. Um, uh, over Tom. So Tom obviously was youth pastor. And then me and Mari were here helping. I was on staff and um, Sherry Silk though was our overseer um, in our senior leadership team. And she pulled us all aside and just gave us some insight that totally challenged me. She said, um, the youth ministry was struggling. And she said, it'll take you about three years to build a culture that you want to see. And it freaked me out because I was like-
2: I thought she said five. It,
0: she said three to five years. She said three years oh. to start seeing five years. It'll be what? reproducing yes. itself and you'll be able to go, oh my gosh. It was I, a bit
2: discouraging. It was. I,
0: I was, gosh, 22. Because
2: the youth ministry back then was, <laughs> was wild. wild.
0: Oh God, it was so bad.
2: I was On like, another what podcast, we'll describe- Rough and wild. What we,
0: Yeah, what actually was happening in- yeah, awakening youth when we got here in 2010 and just, yeah, what, what what we began with. So many people just imagine that if you're at the right church, you'll have the right leadership team and the right ministry and you have to cultivate it. Yeah. It doesn't matter what church you're at, you have to cultivate it. But anyways, so she said three to five years and I was like, oh my God, I'll be 26. I am only 21. I don't wanna give five years of my life to see something <laughs> happen. Cause yeah. again, I, th- I thought so um, small-minded. I couldn't see something big. And mm. as it progressed yesterday, we were in a staff meeting and I was telling, um, this group of, uh, our staff, we were all of our, you know, department heads get together on Wednesdays and in a smaller group, I said, I love thinking about leading and culture. Cause I said, I see it different now. I'm like, oh, I plant seeds and I expect to see fruit, even if it takes some time. And wow. I think so many youth pastors and leaders, we get called to ministry mm-hmm. and, and we don't know how to plant and then wait to see the harvest and go, I planted an apple tree, I expect apples. I planted this, so I expect it. Like nowhere else would you ever just start randomly chucking seeds and then be like, oh, I guess I'm leaving, bye. And I don't, I'm not actually expecting anything. It shows sometimes we can maybe mistake, we don't put any faith in what we're building. Cause we're actually thinking of where's the next opportunity for me instead of, hey, where's the faith that God's asked me to have in this moment to plant something that I won't see a harvest maybe for three to five years, wow. wow. But I expect it, and so like there's obviously like the seed in the Bible, saw the gospel. So I'm like, if we're planting the gospel seed, we should expect a gospel return. Yeah, like there should be that expectation. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I think a lot of people miss those returns because they try to get out of the season before God has asked them to.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow, I think that's true. I think a lot goes back to significance. Yeah, what is successful in ministry. And people are afraid they'll get labeled, oh, you're just the youth person. Yeah, it's true. And we don't mean to talk down, like you said. Like, I don't think it's intentional, but I feel like a lot of, and most youth pastors listening probably have felt like, because I'm youth, it's lower.
1: Yeah. Or they hear other leaders say, oh man, I remember I did my time. I did, I my, did oh, my time. Oh yes, yeah. I hate that. When older leaders say that,
2: they do I'm like, say that. they're
0: like, I did my time in youth ministry. I'm like, well, when did loving people do your time? Yeah. yeah,
2: I didn't when even was think that about that. A do but your it's time. true. Wow. Yeah. I did my time.
0: All the time. I did my. I did my years in youth ministry. I had to sow seeds there, and I'm like, I don't as understand. A, yeah. Like, we're raising up the next generation yeah. of the church. And I,
1: I think it's important as youth pastors that are on this call, or you want to be a youth pastor, or youth leaders, that we get really intentional of managing our heart and our motives yeah. and the thoughts that we partner with, because when you hear a thought like that, you have a choice. To partner with that, man, I just heard this from a leader that I look up to. I did my time. And you feel that little sting in your yep. chest of like, yep. oh, am I doing my time right now? Is my time going to change at some point? And catching those yep. moments like, oh, I'm not going to partner with that thought. I'm here because this is where God has me. And I'm, yeah. not, I'm not looking to the next thing. I'm being obedient to the assignment that's on my life right now. And I would say these thoughts that have existed in church culture... I have actually,
0: I think, been driving why people are not wanting to go into youth ministry. Like people are bypassing, actually leading and cultivating the next generation to just go and preach, go and travel or go and become their, build their own ministry. Like I'm going to go and, you know, start being this evangelist that just travels and I'm 21 and I've never led anything, but man, I'm going. But there's no call. There's not been this moment where the Lord's like sending them from the house. There's none of it. There's just, I know how to do graphics. I know how to make an Instagram page. I know how to, you know, put on an event. And you're like, that's a, that, 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 what is that? Yeah, Yeah, it's not real. Um, but it's, I think a lot to do with how a lot of church leaders and older adults have sometimes not meaning to, it's not their hearts are bad because they all love youth and they express it a lot. Not meaning to devalued it.
2: Yeah, yeah. They almost. That makes it sound like it's a punishment. Yeah, to be here. Like oh, I, I did my I, time. My time.
0: Like you're in jail. Like you're in the you're in the <laughs> jail of ministry. Like hey, you better do that, and then when you come out of it, good job, you've arrived. And but like, it
2: all goes back to that. Like, what is success? If you are a traveling speaker, like people think that's like your ideal goal, it's only because you feel known and seen, and it meets a need inside of you.
0: Yeah. yeah. Unless you're called by God. Like I don't think traveling and speaking is wrong. Right. If there's no. a call to do it. Absolutely. And and it's your assignment. It goes back to that. If but the it's Lord because has said.
2: But pe- I'm saying people desire that lifestyle yes. yeah. because it looks more successful.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
2: But it's not like, if you think in perspective of God, that's not more successful if that's not your assignment. Yeah.
1: And, and I think that there's this reality of having other voices that, helping make decisions like oh is this just a season for me because a lot of times we're like man my grace has run out or I'm burnt out or I'm tired and we just had a lot of horrible moments with the teenager and we're just tired or yep. we yeah. just got hurt and yep. so having someone to actually talk through man I man I'm, I'm struggling right now
2: like mm-hmm.
1: I think a lot of people and you
2: can get so yeah, hurt mm-hmm. in youth ministry kids can hurt yeah. you
1: kids can hurt you yeah. So sad.
0: It's something that sometimes happens. And if you're on the call listening, I want to, I'm going to say this carefully, but I think it can very easily happen on the burnt out or offense is a lot of times we can spiritualize our own pain and we mm. can do this thing where, and I know I've done it. And if I didn't have my wife who is, if you know, the Enneagram is a six loyalist. We'll, will stay with you to the end. If I didn't have somebody that could rap like call, call me out of, an emotional state where I was ready to make a very emotional decision and make it sound spiritual, Mm -hmm. I could have easily bypassed my season and assignment here and left. There's been many opportunities. Um, Longevity doesn't mean everything's perfect. It actually means you do the work to go. If the Lord has called you here, then you figure out, man, if I'm burnt out, I better figure that out and lean in and get vulnerable. If I'm mad or offended at that person, we have to work this out because I know I'm supposed to be here. And I think a lot of people never even get to that place. Yeah, They're so focused on just who, where's the next open door? They're like, oh, I don't like my church anymore. My senior pastor doesn't get me. My season's done. My season's done. So you instantly, there's no grace. And I'm like, really, there's no grace?
1: Unless the Lord says your season's done, there's grace. So my inability... To face pain, be honest, have real conversations, be open creates a door for me to end seasons yes. over and over.
0: And I think the grace yeah. of
1: God is big enough
0: that He'll still he'll work it out. He'll work it out. Right. But it doesn't mean at the end, when you stand before Him and He says, Hey, were you faithful with the assignment? It doesn't mean we get to bring Him the full faithfulness always. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's just reality is like we have to own that. I mean, yeah. that's no shame. That's no anything. That's just, I got to be aware that like if He said, Be here. I am fulfilling the fullness of my call, showing up every day, if not a single person knows me, but I know Jesus said, Roy, this is the place you're supposed to work in. This is the people you're supposed to work it out in, do it. Then any other opportunity that seems more glamorous or influential or could save more souls would not bring any greater reward on that day because he was like, that wasn't what I asked you to do. Right? That's hard.
2: But I think like you even said, you need people to talk to a lot of uh, youth pastors may not even feel comfortable or have the community and spiritual leaders to like have that conversation of like, hey, I don't think you're done yet. Like there's something else here, but a lot of people haven't fully submitted their life to uh, other leaders to help them navigate that. So you just think, yeah, I'm done. I I don't follow um, anyone else. So this is my decision. Yes. And you just move on.
0: Or you talk to your close friends that you've been already, that, that, processing only, that have been the processing all of the pain and hurt. So they're already like, yeah, it's time to leave. Yeah. God has something they don't want to see you, you in more you. pain. Oh, no. absolutely. They want you to get out of that. And they're like, God no. God is good. He doesn't have you doing that. They don't know. And and again, spiritualizing mm-hmm. a dysfunction of just going, wait. Because all
2: three of us have trusted leaders enough to tell us it's not time to move on. Yes. Yeah. And it's, yes. and it's not always hard. been easy.
0: You're like, I think at, at staying is harder than transitioning. Yes. Yeah. Staying, you have to work stuff out. Yeah. Transitioning, there's this euphoric feeling excitement. of new. Ex- start over. Excitement, mm-hmm. start over, uh, unknown, I'm yes. excited. And that can become addictive. It, it can. Yeah. Especially if you're like, I don't want to have somebody get to know me past a year's worth of knowing me. Right. So I'm just going to keep finding the next open door. Yeah. Like that, That's not going to work well.
1: A.K.A. itinerant minister, you go to the next place in the next place. (laughs) Yeah. So
0: if you are on here and you travel, have a home base. You absolutely need that. Like Bethel, we're big on like, we have a lot of traveling speakers and we we love it, but they are all connected to our staff teams culture like they show up to staff meetings weekly yes if you mm-hmm. see our ministers traveling that are from bethel like they're still yes every week at a yes. wednesday staff meeting they're yes. still
2: very submitted to leaders very sure. submitted very they're having so. hard
0: conversations they're working out life like and that's an intentional choice it's intentional mm-hmm. and if they stop doing that then there's other conversations you probably right. would notice then they're not saying yes. they're a bethel minister <laughs> which we've had that too where they no longer are connected to our yeah. house so i, I don't want to hate mm-hmm. on it because i love the travel right I don't want to hate on it, but I really want to focus on, I think too many people are trying to get out of an assignment because young people are, there is a, there is a, a, a call right now on the earth to go who will reach young people Yeah, Yeah. like COVID has actually opened up a new season of harvest for young people, for those that can see it. There's such a desperation for connection, for authenticity, for hope, for life, for love to actually be known by somebody and, and know somebody that I think right now youth ministry has the potential to become an explosive expression in the coming days of the church for those that lean in and see it and don't get distracted by glamour and the, the allure of fame and significance driving us. Also.
2: Before we end, I want to hit the, it's more about your mindset of youth ministry, because you can believe the narrative. You're just a babysitter. Mm. This is your stepping stone. Yep. Yep. Uh, you're paying your time. One day you'll reach the big leagues. Yep. And that can be a narrative that you choose to believe yep. and it becomes your mindset. Or you can look at it more like what Rory was saying, the eternal aspect of these are souls yep. that could literally change people's lives. And you would reap the reward if you were the sower. Yeah. These are the lie. next. You know what I mean? Like
0: Graham, yes. the next Catherine Coleman. And if next... you can
2: switch your perspective of, I'm not believing the narrative of youth ministry anymore. I'm believing the narrative of heaven of yes. what it is.
0: Yes. Like that's we are good.
2: breaking the assignment of, en- of the enemy and fanning belief in the assignment of God for their life.
0: Yeah. And that's like, what we Jesus are literally did. Fulfilling the will of God. He, yes. he said, go and make disciples. He didn't say, go make young disciples, old disciples, this, he said, go make disciples and destroy the works of the enemy. Yeah.
2: We are yeah. destroying the works of the And enemy. I'm like,
0: there's no other place, man. Like, it's crazy how fruitful youth ministry is.
2: You got to think, if you're reaching a 14-year-old and like how one kid opened up and you literally broke the lie that they are worthless at the age of 14, yeah. wow. imagine the course you altered yeah. for their life. Yes. Yep. Yes. You know what I mean? It's yep. incredible. Like how it is a privilege to get them at such a young age where you can alter the course yeah. of their life.
0: Yeah. 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 Yep. Oh, I love this. Okay. It's incredible. I think that maybe this would be the question that I would change is instead of asking, is youth pastoring for a season or is this just a season or when's my season up? Almost like I'm trying to get to the next thing. I would switch it and go, God, what's my assignment right now? And am I fulfilling it? Mm-hmm.
1: Better and question. If, I, if I'm, yeah.
0: uh, if this is my assignment and I am fulfilling it, I'm not trying to figure out the next thing. Cause you'll tell me the next thing when I need to know, yep. there's a lot more trust and a lot more submission to the Lord. When you do it like that, you're like, I'm not trying to create my next season or get to it. I'm okay. actually being super faithful with my assignment and yeah. I, and I'm aware of it.
2: Because seasons can change, but the assignment might not.
0: Assignment might not. So you're like, I don't actually That's care. Like if, if I have an assignment to do this and this is the place that he's told me to do it in. That's a word. The yeah. moment he changes that place, then I'll go. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a lot more trust yep. and a lot less control and it freaks
1: everyone out, including me. So we're <laughs> yes. all in this together. We're, y'all. we're all in this together. So <laughs> ask yourself, is this my assignment? Yes. And um and then yeah, reach out to us, email us at yeah. youth dot We'd love to hear from you guys, even if you need the prayer good, the or bad, anything. The ugly. You You're one of those
0: know. youth pastors or leaders that are like, I'm in that church and I have no one. Yeah, y'all, reach out to us. This
1: is why we're doing this. This is why we're doing this. Yes. Yeah.
2: We'd love to help.
1: And until next time.
2: We'll see you next time.
1: Bye guys.